Welcome to the Highland Herald, a Final Fantasy podcast where we, two Final Fantasy obsessed brothers, discuss everything from Azura to Zell and all things in between. We are your hosts, Wolfkins and Soloist, the Brothers of Light. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode XII. I just realized we should be doing our episode numbers in Roman numerals. I don't know how we didn't think to do that from the beginning. Anyway, I'm Wolfkins, and I've got my brother Soloist here with me. What do you, what do you think about that idea, man? Well, I don't know. I know I don't even know what they are when you get too high. Like, I know it turns into C eventually, but like, I don't <laughs> yeah, know well, what that's, that even is. That's a problem for later. We don't have to worry about that. We're on 12. That was episode 12, by the way, in case people don't yeah. know the numerals. Although, if if you play Final Fantasy, you should at least be able to count to 15 with your I do remember numbers. back in the day when I um was uploading Let's Play videos on my old channel, I remember I uploaded an episode of Final Fantasy VI, and I put Final Fantasy VI, and one of my friends commented and said, you got the Roman numeral wrong, it's IV. And I was like, no, that's four. No. <laughs> All right, so maybe that's not the best idea, but it's just something I yeah. was thinking as I said that. Anyway, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good until you ask me this trivia question. Uh, it's not too bad. I think you'll, you if know, you think about it, you'll get it. We say that every week, but we also try to pick stuff the other person won't get every single week, so we need to just quit lying to ourselves. No, <laughs> maybe. Well, All anyway, right, um, when Final Fantasy IV got translated to America, they wanted to translate <laughs> to, it translated to America. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to translate it differently okay, so that some of the things were more understandable to the younger audiences cuz at the time the stats showed that people were who played games in America were younger than they were in Japan. Okay. So, they changed the name of the Phoenix Down to make it more understandable as to what it would actually do. So, what did they end up naming the Phoenix Down on the American version of Final Fantasy 4, which is Final Fantasy 2? Is the, it it's it's not just something simple like revive, is it? You're close, but that's not it. Okay. A, a pick me up, I think, is what it was called on Mario RPG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't get any simpler than that. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. The Phoenix Down, right? Yeah, they also changed the potion name, but I decided just to ask the Phoenix Down today. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Ah, uh, man, you know, you always pick one. You say I always pick stuff from the PlayStation era, but you always pick ones from these these older ones that you know I haven't played. So I'm gonna say. Well, uh, this isn't so much a question about Final Fantasy IV. Just like, what would they change the name to Phoenix Down to make it simpler for younger people to understand? Because if you look at a Phoenix Down, you probably don't know what that does. True, and it's not it's not revive, right? You said no. Yeah, it's not revive. I'm gonna say, uh, rebirth. <laughs> no, they call it life. Oh, that's so they actually named the item that instead of yeah. like a spell. Oh, yeah, I would have never item, I would have never thought that because of the spell life. Yeah, they named the item life and they named the potion uh heal. That's interesting because those later do become spells that do pretty much the same thing. So, yeah, huh. so they just didn't want to call it potion and um phoenix sound, I guess. So, a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that I mean, that's that actually is pretty interesting. I I did not know that. Um, I probably would have been confused had I seen that somewhere because I'm just so used to those being the name of the spell counterpart to those those 
Yeah, items, playing anyway. Final Fantasy two or four is kind of a trip. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, now, when they re-released all this for like the complete collection and the after years or whatever they called that, did they did they revert those two potions and Phoenix Downs, or did they leave um, the original translations? Do you know? Uh, they reverted back, but I'm gonna okay, have to link good. you a Final Fantasy Union video, which inspired this question because okay, apparently yeah. every single re-release of Final Fantasy 4 has been a little bit different and I did not know that and there's also been like 15 or like something crazy like it's definitely the most re-released Final Fantasy game yeah I think I knew that I feel like it's gotten ported to so many different things I Which still haven't weird. managed to play it but super weird <sighs> well there you go you got another one over on me so <laughs> how have you been doing this week you got any uh, any fun Final Fantasy news because I do if anybody follows me on Twitter, they already know, but I, I want to hear yours first. Um, my LP is finished re- recording. and now, by you, the time, oh, you haven't posted it yet, though, have you? Well, by the time this episode goes up, it will have been done. Uh, okay. I just got done uploading episode 26 and episode 27, which is the finale, goes out tomorrow, which will be Thursday. And this goes up on Friday. So if you're listening to this, uh, my entire Final Fantasy 3 LP is complete, um, nice. minus the super boss at the end, because it's one of the it's one of the final fantasy games that you can't find a cheesy way to beat the super boss without grinding the 99. And I don't have the time for that. So I'm going to be just leaving it out and coming back in the future to do it. But yeah, put it out as a um, bonus episode and yeah, 30 or something. Yeah. Do you remember I, when I did this LP 10 years ago, whenever I find time for it, but um, yeah, so that'll be out. Uh, it was 27 episodes. Um, it was a fun game. I had a really good time with it. Uh, it did go down my list, but I don't necessarily think less of it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Now, is this your longest LP, or are they, are they usually about 27, 20, you know? This, it's hard to judge because all of my LPs are different. Like, all my episodes are kind of different, so like... Sonic Adventure was 23 episodes, but the episodes were shorter. Yeah, well, I just meant basically episode count, you know, how many um, how many episodes people could look forward to. Yeah, this will definitely be the biggest as far as episode count. And the episodes range from like, I think the shortest one was like 11 minutes and the longest one was over 40 minutes. Okay. And then you have my Banjo LP, which is really hard to gauge because it's only 12 episodes, but Click Clock Wood is over an hour long. But you do... You, what was that? Like every level was one episode? Every world was one episode, yeah. Okay. And for Final Fantasy 3, do you try to take it by like story arcs? Or I try to like, take how it, do you well, break those? Yeah, and with older Final Fantasy games, that conveniently works out to be every dungeon. Right, so, right. So like, yeah. um, if I'm looking at it, episode one is just the intro sequence. And if we go down, like episode 21 was the secret dungeon where you find Odin and Odin himself and... Same right. thing for Leviathan and Bahamut in the next two episodes. So cool. I, even if the episode goes a little longer, I try to keep it one dungeon per episode so they're easier to find in the series if you're looking for something specific. Yeah, that's that's good. I think that's helpful for people who are actually looking to find this stuff. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, you've been working on that for a while. So, you know, something I've been working on since October has been, <laughs> you know, as you know, grinding out all this MGP for my uh, mount from the gold saucer and i finally got it with this week's reset i got it on tuesday this thing is so much fun did you see did you see my tweet did you see the pictures and the video i put up i don't think so okay well if you follow me on twitter i think i retweeted it from the uh, uh from the show's twitter as well but i i took like a just quick video to show the mount off a little bit it is just a giant 
Oh, I, I mean, did they, see this. They yeah. call it Sabotender, Sabotender right? Um, I, I still call them Cactuars. And you ride on its shoulder, and when you fly, it, it pops these little balloons out of its of its head and its hands, and it plays the gold saucer theme. It was well worth the grind that I've been putting in since October. <laughs> so I, I was thrilled. Now, you know, of course, there's other mounts, so I'm going to start working on those. But I think... I think I might take just a little bit of a break from the the pure gold saucer grinding. You know, every every day, every week, I was doing my challenge log to make sure I was getting as much MGP as I can. I might slow down on that just a bit, but I, I did hit my goal, so I am I'm very very happy about that. That is awesome. Yeah, I also that managed is, to clear. No. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you saying? I just said it was a fun looking mount. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I. I uh, it's my new go-to mount for the moment. But I also managed to finally clear Eden's Promise one. Like I haven't done the whole raid. I've been working on the MGP and I've been doing the dungeons, trying to grind out some of that five twenty gear. But I did manage to do the first of the raid bosses, so they, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. It was a fun fight. But I'm looking forward to getting the rest of them. But I'm just just trying to like improve my gear just a little bit before I jump back in. Even even though I think I could do it. I just, you know, I've been kind of busy with the holiday and all that stuff. I haven't had as much time to, to actually play, so. Anyway, well, cool, cool. It sounds like we both had pretty good weeks Final Fantasy. It's nice to hear you have a Final Fantasy story and not just more WoW for once. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't actually been playing WoW, like, at all. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't really necessarily feel like I'm on it. I just kind of started working on LPs a lot more. Yeah. And I can't, I can't play WoW while my computer renders a video because... Uh, well, my computer renders a video. I can't do any like that's what right. the computer's doing for an hour. So I, uh, I don't know. I just haven't been playing it a lot. I've been watching a lot of TV and just recording a lot. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon and Animal Crossing on my Switch. <laughs> so in between, oh, yeah. in between dungeon grinds on uh, fourteen. So that Switch honeymoon phase, I love it. Yeah, it's kind of nice. All right, so we do have one topic today, like we always do. I just have a couple pieces of news. It's been pretty quiet. I mean, start of the year is to be expected. I think we might have talked about this previously, but uh, it is looking like, you know, for years they've had this rumor or, you know, it's, it's basically been announced about the Final Fantasy XI mobile port. I am starting to see things to say that that has been canceled, though. Um, I, I don't know if I've seen anything official from Square Enix, but it seems like most of the trades are kind of in agreement on that. But to kind of dovetail off of that, uh, we did, and you probably didn't because I know that you don't really play 11. But where I've been signed up recently, I got a, uh, an email. It was the New Year's Wishes letter um, from producer, I think it's Akiko Matsui. Um, and so this was basically just saying, you know, Happy New Year to all those who play Final Fantasy Eleven. But it also kind of goes into some detail about what they've been working on and what they have planned coming up for the next year. They're ramping up for something. So this is the 19th anniversary of Final Fantasy XI. Can you even believe that? I mean, this thing <clears throat> this thing could vote. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, you know. I feel, like, I feel like it's older than that, actually. That's wild. Yeah, I know. But they, they do have the 20th anniversary coming up next year. So, you know, 2022. They're building to something. So, you know, years ago, they kind of ended the story of Final Fantasy XI with um, the Rhapsodies of Vanadil. And then it kind of just went into, I don't want to say live support mode. It just was like patch mode. 
like they were just kind of maintaining the game and not really updating it. And then this year we got some new story content, which kind of surprised me and I think some other people as well. Well, they they basically in this email kind of lay out what they've got planned. They've got more story content coming out. They're going to keep updating that throughout the throughout the year of 2021. And then um I don't know. I, I feel like they've got something big planned for the 20th anniversary or vaniversary as they call it. Hmm. But uh, with the mobile being reportedly canceled, I don't know what that might be. I kind of hope they spruce it up give it kind of like a like a makeover i mean because at this point it's still you know i got those kind of ps2 graphics and if i'm if i'm dreaming i kind of wouldn't mind like a soft relaunch on like switch or something i think this game if they're going to cancel the mobile version of 11 think would be cool on the switch now this is pure speculation and just me wishing for stuff but I I will be surprised if we get past the twentieth anniversary of eleven without some kind of big announcement. I mean, a uh, switch port would be cool. I think any MMO on the switch would be awesome. Well, I think eleven suits it the best because it's that it's older and it's very menu based, mm-hmm. and it's not as much about positioning and moving around as like fourteen or WoW. I think if they were going to bring anything to it, eleven would be the one to do. I just I, I just can't believe that they don't have something gigantic planned for the twentieth anniversary. And I thought it was going to be this mobile port. And since it's looking like it's not, I just, I got to hope, I got to hope something else is out there. So we'll see. We'll see. But this this is more speculation than news for me at this point. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to throw that out because you know me, I'm a huge fan of Eleven and any kind of rumblings in that area get me really excited. Very good. Okay. Um, I, I would play it if it came to Switch for sure. Like 100%. Like any MMO would be amazing. It's a fun game for sure. In the same vein, we also got a very similar letter from the Final Fantasy XIV, a New Year's greetings letter from producer slash director Yoshi P. So this was, you know, kind of your same stuff. They they both kind of touch on COVID and how it impacted everything and just, you know, thanks for sticking with us, all that kind of stuff. Um, but this one, this one is interesting because he he. I think he drops like a hint about something to come here. So I'm just going to read you a little bit here. Towards the middle of this email, he he says this. I barely finished typing this when I had an unannounced visitor, a minstrel, as he introduced himself on a journey from faraway lands. He placed a note into my hands, and it had this poem written on it. Okay, are you ready? Now, this is a little hard to read because it, it switches to switches to like a, a script, like somebody wrote it. But it says, our progeny may never know, wherefore we look into the sky, nor why we dig for truths below, we bear this scorn or watch them die. And I think that says scorn. Like I said, that one was kind of hard to read. I don't know what this means. And this says it's from the Journal of a Resolute Man. I, this, I think this is kind of like hinting about what's to come, but I don't know. It's kind of very vague and very mysterious that he kind of just drops it in the middle of his of his New Year's thing. So, you know, I, I haven't looked into any speculation online or anything because I kind of wanted to just like go into this just kind of like blind. But uh, I don't know. Does that mean anything to you? I can't say it does. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that just kind of I don't I, I don't have any connection to any of that. I can't. Well, he says he says this right that. after when he kind of goes back into talking as himself. 
Who is this resolute man? And what's this about his progeny? Scorning him? I turned to put these questions to the traveler, but he was gone, vanished as if swallowed into a rift between worlds. So, hmm, I don't know. I mean, 14 has established that there's many worlds that exist as shards of the source. So I don't know if we're going to be exploring more of those. Who knows? I don't know. It's exciting. I mean, I I have no idea what this is, but I'm in. I'm here for this. So anyway, yeah, I uh, really I have no clue. Yeah, we'll we'll keep we'll follow that. I'm sure something will come out. They do have the announcement showcase in February. I'm sh- sure this will be tied to that in some way. But uh, you know, actually, 14 is going into its 11th year. Can you even believe that? No, that, I can't believe that one. Well, I mean, I think it's counting from 14, not A Realm Reborn. But yeah, entering their 11th year of operation since the original release of 14. So, ooh, that's crazy. Man, oh man. I mean, can you really say that game's been out for 11 years? I mean, how long's A Realm Reborn been out? What came before (sighs) isn't really I don't know. (laughs) I I do remember buying this eh, while I was still in college, though. This also makes me feel really old now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was that was all I had for the news, basically MMO related and really just kind of, I don't know, crazy speculation for the future. But that's where it is. That's what we got this week. But with that, let's get on to today's main topic. So it's a new year. You know, I think everybody's aware of that. (laughs) It is now 2021. So we thought we'd kick this year off by looking at the best places to start in Final Fantasy. You start a new year, start a new series. So, you know, I think most people listening to this probably have already played Final Fantasy, but maybe they've got uh, someone they're trying to get into it. They're looking for recommendations. Who knows? Maybe they're just curious what we think, but I thought it'd be fun to talk about that. So what do you think? It's too late to change it. I've already got it in the show notes. (laughs) It's a very, very, very tough question to answer, but... Which is why I'm making you go first. Uh, it's super hard. So basically the question is, which Final Fantasy should you start with? Yeah, so say you have someone like, um, I don't know, a wife that, uh, for whatever reason, just has not played Final Fantasy and refuses to play Final Fantasy. <laughs> if you were going to try <laughs> to get said wife to try this, uh, what do you think would be the most... Not not just the friend, you know, maybe the friendliest, but what do you think would be the best one to start on? And, and why do you think that? Now, to preface this, I will say this this mysterious wife did try to play Final Fantasy on their phone. And it kind of ruined the entire experience, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, because, you know, they, they kind of did it on the sly and they were like, yeah, I don't get it. And I'm like, yeah, no, you don't, because you started with one and you started on the phone. That's not how to do this. So, spoiler, I'm not recommending the phone version of Final Fantasy 1. But, you know, so what do you think? It, I, I already have mine. Uh, I've got one or two, but I've got my main one and I've got my reasons why. But I'm curious what you would say. And I'm wanting to see if you say nine. <laughs> so we haven't, you know, like like all of our topics, we don't really discuss these beforehand. So we kind of put the topic out there and then we talk about them live because I don't want to I don't want you all to miss our gut reactions to the other person's opinion. <laughs> so <laughs> let's hear it. Please it's, don't say nine. It's truly a hard question to answer because there's so many different things like uh, it, it, there's so many different like Final Fantasy things that you want to get people to right experience like you want 
Final Fantasy gameplay at this point in life. What is Final Fantasy gameplay? It feels like it changes every three right. games. And is that even a thing these days? Is Final Fantasy gameplay a thing of the past? Um, I would argue like, yes, but well, I, I mean that could be a whole different know. topic because I feel like every game in Final Fantasy, with the exception of a few, have aged extremely well. So I don't. I think as long as those games are aging well, I don't think it's going to be a thing of the past. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. What I meant basically was I wouldn't say a, a Final Fantasy game has a way that it plays because they all yeah. play different, especially today. That's what I meant. I, I didn't mean yeah. to imply that they they aged poorly. I just meant like okay. they they I, I would say that I don't know if I would base my recommendation on feeling what a Final Fantasy game plays like, because from like 12 on, they're all going to play a little different. But that, that's all I meant. Um, so it's weird cause you want to get in the gameplay that you like, you want to get in that story that really encompasses what a final fantasy story is because while they're right. all different stories, you know, sometimes they share cliches and they share a lot of the oh, same games. Sure. So uh, you want it to be a simpler game. You don't want to throw them in on final fantasy 12. That's completely different. Yeah. And then, you know, I've thought a lot about this, and I think, honestly, the best game that you could ever start Final Fantasy on, which inspired today's question, is Final Fantasy IV. I think okay. it is 100%, I mean, without a doubt, the best one to start with. And the reason I think that is because there's so many different versions of Final Fantasy IV, but all of them use the ATB system, and although they've kind of went away with that in recent years. The ATB system stuck around from Final Fantasy 4 to Final Fantasy 9, which is the longest streak gameplay has been the same in the series. Yeah. Let so, me ask you this, though. Do you, do you think that the amount of versions of Final Fantasy 4 could also prove to be a barrier, though? No, I mean, if you say that and people get confused about which one's the best one to play. I think the amount of it makes it even a better option to be your first because it gives okay. you more variety as to how you personally want to experience it. Do you want something that's more keen to the classic feel of how the game originally was? Then you can play the PSP remake. Uh, if you want a game that's more easily accessible, but it has higher resolution graphics, is in 3D, and has a higher challenge then you can play the 3D version on Steam. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of this from like a new player's perspective who might already be overwhelmed that there's 15 and might even be confused why you're recommending one that's not one. Because, I mean, um, sometimes it's hard for people to wrap their mind around, well, if they're all in the same series, what do you mean they have nothing to do with each other? How does that make them a series? So, you know, I'm, I was just thinking if if there are that many different versions of the game, do you think that could potentially confuse somebody like, well, what's the differences? And do you think it could overwhelm them a little bit? I think when it comes to that, you just have to explain to them, be like, hey, listen, yeah, they're numbers, but they're all different stories. And once they understand that, it really doesn't matter which one you recommend. Yeah, I, I tend to try to explain it like James Bond. Like, yeah. even that's a little more connected because it's the same character. But none of those really tie together until you get to the later ones. But that's that's kind of how I used to kind of approach that. But it does confuse people. It does. It's like, well, and it makes them feel like, well, I've never played it, and there's 15 games. That seems like a huge commitment. And it's like, no, it's not. It, it, you can ignore uh, you can ignore like half of them these days. If you, I mean, they're all good. But for the modern player, I'd say some of them could easily be skipped and and not missed. Absolutely. But I think. 
I still pick four because the the gameplay is, of course, the same kind of gameplay that was around the longest. So I would say if there is a definitive gameplay for Final Fantasy, it's probably the ATB is what it's most identified with just because yeah, it was I'd around the longest. So uh, and that was the first game to have ATB. So I would recommend playing it. Final Fantasy four is the first Final Fantasy game to have like a heavily character driven story. Um, albeit the story is kind of cheesy looking back at it, but it's I mean, Final some Fantasy. of them are. I mean, it's just, especially the older ones, it's like, well, yeah. Okay. So many games after Final Fantasy IV were inspired by its story because it was the first one to really have an in-depth story with inter- interweaving characters, character development. Um, the story hasn't aged as well as later games in the series, but going from four to other games past it makes you appreciate four more seeing how it paved the way for those kind of story, that kind of story writing. You know, I, I, my America is showing because like three times now I've almost corrected you and been like, no dude, final fantasy three had this and this. And I was like, wait, that was six. Yeah. It was just (laughs) rebranded. So I've had to catch myself from sounding like an idiot, like, like three times now. Yeah. So I, and you know, the multiple versions I think really does help it because I, you know, if you want to play like final fantasy, uh, like five you don't have much variety in how you're gonna play it yeah like, i mean i only got it on version. Vita, so. yeah you have to play the same version. even if you have the steam version with the upscale graphics it's pretty it's a different game than the vita version because it has extra content but it's not as drastic as a scale as the 3d version of four yeah. um because oh i forgot they had that one for the 3d oh i hate that art style <laughs> I, for- I forgot all about that i hate that art style i really do I would not recommend that one. <laughs> I, I would. I I would don't you? hate that art style, and I it has like voice acted cutscenes, and it's pretty. It's well, pretty cool. awesome. It's pretty awesome. I just I can't. I don't like it. I just the the art looks bad to me. I wouldn't personally recommend it over the two D version because the two D version has more content and is a lot easier. <laughs> so you say you, you would recommend the two D version? Yeah, the three D version okay. is. It's, it's it's prettier to look at and it's more fun in that regard, but it's can be brutally unforgiving if you've never played a Final Fantasy game um, and you don't really know what to expect. You can screw yourself over bad with the 3D version. So with four, I would recommend finding a way to play the 2D version. The only problem with that is that it's not so accessible anymore because PSP is outdated hardware. And- oh, you can get it on the Vita. But I mean, at that point, I mean, this point, the Vita is kind of outdated yeah. hardware too. I Vita, guess Vita is also outdated hardware. What's and, on you know, Steam? It's the Steam version is the 3D version. Okay. Um, and you know that's still a good game. But I take it from somebody: the first time I played Final Fantasy IV, it was on the DS, which is the same as the Steam version. Yeah. And I screwed myself over because there's a mechanic in that game that's not very done done very well, and you can absolutely screw yourself over and build a wall for yourself. And you know, Nintendo on the Switch, they have this if you're you're a member, you have uh like the Super Nintendo, the old Nintendo versions of games that you can play. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? PlayStation yeah. now needs to do this with their old PS1 games. Like they got PS2, they got PS3. They need to put like a, a library of some of these old Vita or PSP games, because that would just make all these immediately accessible to people with modern day consoles. I agree. Especially, we need preservation of this PSP version of yeah. 4. And, you know, the other good thing about the PSP version of 4 is that it's a complete package. So you get Final Fantasy 4, you get a little little interlude game, which is only like 
two hours, but it's just a little yeah. bit story. And you get the sequel all in one package. Does, so, so is the sequel sold separately on Steam? The sequel is also is sold separately on Steam, but has also recently been remade into a 3D remake of its own. Okay. So the sequel has a 3D remake, and both of the 3D remakes are on Steam. They're, the 2D okay. versions are not there. But, you know, I can't speak for the sequel. I haven't beaten it. But the okay. original Final Fantasy IV, I think, no matter where you play it, it's going to be a great game. If you play the 3D version, it's easier to get a hold of. I hate to say you might want to use a guide, but you definitely might want to use a guide. Because I mean, there's, I there's a, recommend um, using a guide on almost all these games. I mean, well, no, I I don't like using a guide for your first playthrough of an RPG because I feel like I feel like you really need to get in there and discover how the game works and become come up with your own strategies to beat the game and then get to the end. Beat okay, it. so I, I guess I don't use a guide for bosses and stuff like that, but I do recommend a guide for like the treasures and the dungeons. See, I don't even know about that because I think a lot of the fun of the treasures on your first playthrough is exploring the dungeon. And oh, I hate that. Out. If there weren't random encounters, sure. I hate being stuck in dungeons for hours, just fighting random encounters, possibly going down empty hallways. A lot of the time with these older Final Fantasy games, and I can I can attest for this because I just played through all of Final Fantasy 3, and Final Fantasy 3 had two dungeons that weren't pretty much straight corridors with like yeah, well, that's true. walk-off that had a treasure chest like four feet <laughs> into it so exploring won't take very long at all in any final fantasy game below like five well five had i mean that's kind of what i was thinking about i, I was in a dungeon and it, it seemed rather sprawling it was a right around the fire crystal i believe mm-hmm. it's like the it's like a, a you're on a ship or an airship or, or a boat or something like in the bowels of the of the ship yeah and like man i just and like i like the game i like the gameplay but after like my my 25th random encounter i was like okay i just i, I want to know if it's worth going down this hallway because it's just going to take me forever so that's just me i mean i i just don't enjoy um i just don't enjoy like ra- like lots and lots of random encounters while i'm looking for stuff mm-hmm. so i don't mind them when i'm going from place to place i really don't but like if i feel like i'm just stuck at somewhere fighting them over and over while i'm looking or you see the treasure chest and you hit three random encounters just trying to get to it. That stuff drives me nuts. Yeah. But so, um, yeah, I, I can go ahead and just pretty much say, if you share that philosophy with him, of being okay with using a guide on your first playthrough, then I would recommend the 3d version of final fantasy four. The big reason I recommend a guide is because this might be considered a little bit of a spoiler, but not really. You get these equipable things called augments, which are basically equipping different commands menu commands to your people so you can equip like pray to cecil which pray heals everybody by a little bit and you can change around their things like that there are menu items you can get rid of attack altogether, and that's how hmm. the that's how they do final fantasy 4 the hd remake that and they do that to kind of make up for the fact that characters come and go so like when a character goes you can keep their ability though and give it okay. to another character. sounds a little but, bit like materia the issue with it is, is that once you equip an augment, now this was with the DS version. I'm not 100. I have not played through this game on Steam yet. Um, I actually plan on starting it soon, though. I have not played through this game on Steam yet. But this was with the DS version. I don't know if it's still like this, but once you equipped it an augment, you could not unequip it. It was on that character forever, which means that if you're playing the game for the first time, you don't necessarily know because Final Fantasy IV has five party members, and you don't get to pick who your party is unless you're playing the PSP or Advanced version. So if you don't know who the final five people are going to be on your team 
and you give important augments to people who are going to just go away. Yeah. And you've thrown that away. And the game is set up to where you essentially need one augment for the final boss because the final boss doesn't move that unless you grind close to max level, no character on your party is going to be able to survive, even if they're fully healed, except for like Cecil. So Mm. that is the only character who would be able to survive. And you need to give this uh, augment to him called Phoenix that allows him to sacrifice his own life to resurrect everybody else. So without that, the game is almost impossible to beat. Uh, unless that's a good tip. That's a good tip for when I go to play through it too. Yeah. I would recommend play. You should play the, the original version though. Like the, Uh, yeah, I'll play it on my Vita. Yeah. So I play play all the old ones on my Vita. It just feels right. (laughs) Yeah. Play the PSP version because you will be able to, when you get to the final dungeon, equip anybody in your party who you, whoever you want from the game. Okay. Oh, cool. 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 And it's, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool little thing like that. So yeah. Awesome. So Uh, what would you say though, would be one, maybe roadblock, something that might, might not make Final Fantasy four the best one to start with. And, and actually, you may have just done it. I mean, you may have just said it with the... pretty much. Um, I can't think of much for the um, original Final Fantasy four, like on PSP. Maybe it might be a little too. It might be a little bit too sany and simple of a story for some people. Mm-hmm. Like it's very it's very predictable. Like bad guy loses. Good guy wins. Good guy in love with good girl love happens it's very predictable now there are a few plot points that happen that aren't so predictable but um the overall story is very cliche here's the thing as someone personally who loves a you know loves a good hallmark christmas movie sometimes a predictable story is okay like sometimes you just want to know that everything's gonna be okay in the end (laughs) yeah not all my stuff needs to be game of thrones right this would be your game then yeah Um, probably no, I'm and not that, saying that's the only type of story I like, but sometimes sometimes I don't mind if the story's still good if I can see where it's going. So absolutely, absolutely, um, that would be the only roadblock for the original one. I think is that it might cool. not it might not be as con complex as some of the later games in the series. Now, do you want me to go ahead and go over my side recommendation before you go over your main recommendation? Sure, sure. I, I would just say the the only other roadblock that I kind of see for. And it's, and it's one of the reasons I didn't pick one of the older ones. I do sometimes feel like that older, not everybody is as into the the 16-bit stuff. You know what I mean? And and while I would never say that graphics make a game, for some people, it's really hard to engage with those kind of dated graphics. Well, yeah, but both of the re- versions I'm recommending don't have 16-bit graphics. Okay, well, you know what I mean, though. I mean, they don't yeah. look like cyberpunk or something like that. Like, sometimes... And and again, I'm not I'm not saying it makes it any less of a game, but thinking from a modern character character, a modern player who who has gone this long without playing Final Fantasy, they just might not be accustomed to that. It, it might be a shock. It might turn them off a little bit. Now I'm not I'm not saying that they should be turned off by that, but it's just something to to think about. And I, I think if you are trying to sell someone on one of the older ones, you really need to build up the you know, the story and, and the fun that they're going to have doing that as opposed to graphics and gameplay. Because, I mean, let's face it, I agree with you that the ATB is is iconic, and if you're going to play a Final Fantasy, you should experience that. But it is a little bit... I mean, just think about our sister. <laughs> you know, 10 years ago, she loved 
like Final Fantasy VIII. And then she tried to play the remaster and it was, it, she just couldn't really get into it because she's used to things like Persona or Final Fantasy 15. And this was a game that she already liked. The quicker games. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would be my only kind of thing that I would see from the, from the older games, not just signaling out four. Um, but again, it, it's not an over, it's not something you insurmountable. It's just a precaution, I think. So what's your, uh, what's your sidebar though? Well, you're not going to like this. Final Fantasy <laughs> it, it is Final <laughs> Fantasy 9 and it's my side recommendation I don't think it's objectively the one you should start with but it's the one I started with and I love Final Fantasy so I'm living proof that it can get you into the series really well and in my opinion it is the last ATB game and it is the master of the ATB games it mastered it because I feel like the ATB goes by a little quick in 7 and 8 oh god it goes and- by so slow and not there's got to be a balance though I'm not going to argue that they don't do it really well, but sometimes that bar feels so slow, man. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's it's it feels like a good pace for the game, though, because of how everything goes on, even while the ATB is filling up. And yeah. there's so many things happening in between the ATB filling up. So, I mean, nine, nine I is my favorite story in gaming. It is my favorite cast of characters in gaming. Is it the best story in gaming? I don't think so anymore. I, it is my favorite, though. Everything about Final Fantasy IX is just my favorite game ever, and I, I, I would recommend it to you even outside of get, trying to get you into Final Fantasy. So I can't not mention Final Fantasy IX when you're asking me which I one know. to get into. But yeah, I man. do you have think, a sickness. I do think for the average gamer that wants to get a feel for Final Fantasy, because I personally don't think recommending anything from 10 above works, because... You're not no. trying to get them into a Final Fantasy game. You're trying to get them into Final Fantasy. And if they really like 10 and then say they go play like 7, the games play different. I and mean, the core gameplay is different. Well, get- I mean, I, I would argue the exact opposite as well. I mean, if you get them into 4 and then they go play 7, it's still like, wait, what? what's this? This feels so different. No, it won't. The gameplay, the mechanics are different, but the gameplay is the same. Well, I meant tone. I mean, you go from you go from basically five games of classic fantasy to wait, we just blew up a a energy reactor. Well, yeah. You know, once, not, once you I hit seven, not, they all kind of diverge. I wasn't talking about tone though. Okay. Um, with with general gameplay, I mean, you you play anywhere between four and nine, it's going to feel the same. Mechanics are different, but the gameplay is going to feel the same. You play anything from ten to fifteen, you're going to get a completely different gameplay. Ten. 10's gameplay is great. I'm not knocking it. I love it. Um, 11's an MMO. 12 plays like a single player MMO. 13 plays like 14 is an MMO. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just screwed it so up. So this is actually a good and, segue into mine because I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do mine because I would recommend Final Fantasy 10 as the start. And it's, I think that's a perfect segue. And um, to your point, I don't think 10 feels that different. Then I mean, I know it doesn't use ATB, but it's still turn-based. It still plays very similar, just without the ATB. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still has a, a system where it's based on your speed, you know, so I, I don't feel like it plays that different. But to your point, yes, you are trying to get them into Final Fantasy as a series and not Final Fantasy as, you know, a particular game. And that series has left the ATB behind. So that's why I didn't, I wouldn't recommend one of those because the series today, and they're still making games, so we're, we're hoping they will be fans going forward. The series today isn't there anymore. 
and I loved ATB, I love turn-based, but that's just not where we're at. So I don't think it's necessarily a detriment to start them on one of the newer ones. Well, it's not where we're at, but at least it was, it's the longest period of where things were the same. Sure. And it's not where we're at now, but where we're at now is not, there's no trend. Every, I mean, yeah, it looks true. like they finally have yeah. a trend set with 15, because 16 looks similar to 15, which... I'm hoping it's more like 7 Remake, but... <laughs> But well, yes, it does look very similar. Are still very similar true, concept. True. But, you know, maybe if we keep going with this trend, I would change my answer to one of the newer games for a lot of the same reasons you brought up yeah. earlier. But as it stands right now, it's just, yeah, sure, it's a thing of the past, but it's still a thing of the past that has aged well and has the largest section of the series covered. Okay. Now, okay. Um, yeah, sure. I do, agree, I do agree with you that of 10 and up, 10 is most similar to those games and it has a great gameplay style. I just don't want someone to get into 10 really good and then only like 10 and not the rest of the series because it, the games don't feel like 10, you know? Well, yeah, I, I kind of get that. Um, but I mean, also, I, I wouldn't mind if someone just liked a Final Fantasy. Like, I mean, it'd be better than not liking any of them. That's but here, here's my reasons for, for 10. And I think 10 is, you know, anytime someone asks me what to start on, 10 is usually what I recommend for a, a, quite a few reasons. First of all, it is it is a little bit older, so it does still feel like one of the older ones, like we just said. You know, it, it still has that turn-based system. It still does that. But it's You're also... 20 this year, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, God. I think I remember this one from high school. Man, we got to stop talking about how old these games are. <laughs> Anyway, um, so it, it does feel like one of one of the older ones. It still feels like it belongs in that classic Final Fantasy, but at the same time where it did have that graphical leap to the PS2, I, I do think that it still feels more modern. Do, do you know what I mean? So like, it, it just feels more modern than 9. It has voice acting. It has, you know, a really good, compelling story. It has moments of actual like, and I'm not saying the older games don't, but the voice acting and the cutscenes in this game, the the serious moments kind of grab you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because they're they're acted, you know, and people love to make fun of the laughing scene, but that's I just don't think they get it. But it just I feel like those moments they they really grab you, and I think that as far as Final Fantasies go. 10 has one of the best stories. It is, I mean, even if you take out the sequels or anything else that happened, like I, I think contained, 10 has a an emotional, very character-driven, well-told story. Uh, I think that it's pretty easy to follow. I think that, uh, it, like I said, I just think that it also feels... I know the graphics are dated. They are PS2 graphics, you know, but it has been updated with the, you know, the HD remasters and all that. But I feel like it might be less of a barrier than handing somebody one of the old 2D games and saying, here, enjoy the story, you know, because I just. Well, that know, really depends on how, who the gamer is. I mean, true. Truly, I'm trying to be as general as possible. From my personal standpoint, if they're truly a graphic snob and don't want to be playing a game with bad graphics, I'm probably not going to be their friend. No, there's a difference between being a graphic snob and just if, if you're only recently into gaming, the 2D game, they just might not feel right. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a graphic snob to be kind of turned off by an aesthetic. Okay, like, yeah. I, I'm not a graphics snob, but I just cannot get into the aesthetic of the Final Fantasy IV remake. 
You know, I just don't like it. It, it that graphic style turns me off. But I'm not a graphics knob. I just played Final Fantasy Eleven. Not bad. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's bad. It just it's not aesthetically pleasing to me. Like I don't like uh, looking at it. So I, I just thought that maybe having something that looked halfway to what games look like today might be a, just a smaller barrier. Like okay, but apart from that, I just think that it, it plays really well. It's solid. It has a good system. It has a good advancement system. The characters are all engaging and entertaining. And it tells a good, relatable story. I mean, it's a love story. It it tells a story that is kind of, I mean, apart from all the, the weird God stuff that happens in it, it, it tells a story that's pretty easy to follow about a, a woman on a quest and her guardians. So I, I do I do think 10 is usually what I recommend as, the, as a good entry point. Now, one of the holdups would be pretty much the same thing I said about 4, the gameplay is slow. Like it, it's turn based. So it's, it, that might be a turnoff for your modern gamer. But I mean, we're going to, we're going to run into that, like you said, for anything pre 11, really, or even 12. Even 11 has some kind of slow gameplay. So, so that I think might be the one thing. But one thing I really think works in 10's favor is accessibility. I mean, this thing. You know, we we recommend, like you said, with four, they have all these different versions, and but some are available here, some are available there. You can't get this one here. You can get the remaster of ten on pretty much, or if not, every modern console. You can. It's on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. And I think that having that available on modern consoles that people have makes it an easier entry point. We don't have to say go hunt this down. We say open up the eShop. Go to the you know PSN, and I, I think that really helps. I think it just lowers that entry point, which you know, it, making the barrier to entry as low as possible, I think will help. And I think ten being available so widely available, it kind of gives it a leg up. So anyway, what do you think? Um, the accessibility is definitely a thing. I think that is good in its favor, and everything you said is pretty much correct. Um, again, it's just. You know, if you want to get somebody into a good game, I agree 10's good. I just don't feel like it's a good entry point for the series, though. Because it's just, it, it's such a standoff thing to me, pretty much. Because Final Fantasy X, it almost, I don't know, I don't want to say it doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy game, because it does. But it feels so unique, and it's it's a, it's a thing in its favor. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It feels so unique compared to pretty much every game in the series. And, you know, I have my problems with ten personally, but... I, I think it'd be a good entry point too, but I feel like a lot, cause I know a lot of people who love 10, but have never played another final fantasy game in their life. Sure. Sure. I mean, I know people like that with seven too, though. Yeah. It's just so much different, but you see when I, when I approach this, I approach for longevity. You know, I don't think, I think if people start with four, it won't be their favorite if they keep going on in other games and it might be, who knows, but I'm just thinking saniness what is Final Fantasy? And sure. what the definition of what is Final Fantasy has definitely kind of changed as the years have gone on, which it, there is no, I would argue there is no definition of what Final Fantasy is because yeah, in, my, in my opinion, I don't like how different every game is now. Like, I love the modern aesthetic of 15, 
and what it, the futuristic thing of 13 and like 14 is kind of in a weird limbo where there is some oldie stuff and then there's like you walk in one place where there's a bunch of like old-timey chocobos carrying carriages and then go to the next area and there's like giant mechs yeah. so i don't really know what 14 is but it's just that's kind of my thing is like well 14 is a lot like six i could say but there is no standard and i know i didn't grow up during the time but i truly do like the era of one through five where it's all one through five and nine where it's all medieval i like it when final fantasy was different but had something you associate it with because now you just there's no feel of a game you associate final fantasy with sure they they kind of set up a good thing with seven you know seven was steampunky it was progressive they did that with eight too and nine was a good throwback nine nine's purpose is to be a callback to how final fantasy used to be and it put a really good chef's kiss on what i consider to be the ending of the classic era of final fantasy and then we get into 10 which is not the modern era but i would say like the post no 10, gosh. 10 is what started rebranding final fantasy it, it was the start of the new era and what i'm saying is they it was the start of the rebrand but a rebrand never happened well they kind of did the rebrand was we're 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 throwing tradition to the wind and we're we are now the experimental jrpg basically yeah but they never succeeded at a rebrand because there is no brand anymore that's what i'm saying like they well, yeah, have okay. missed the mark with their brand like 10 uh, i don't know how you would say 10 is it's kind of it's not modern but it's uh, it is it's weird i don't know and that's actually why i recommend it it falls so in the middle I feel like it bridges the gap between the two eras of Final Fantasy. Yeah. You have you have one through nine, which are which are similar in play, and then you have eleven on up, which all very different. And I think ten is really nice in the in the middle in a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. It gives you a feel of both. It, it reaches back into the past and shows you what some of that gameplay is, while still redefining what it means to be a Final Fantasy. And I think that's why it's a good entry point. Uh. See, I don't think so, but because it's a good middle point and it's a good like it's it doesn't uh, I don't know I, I think it's a good Final Fantasy game for that. Your it first be, Final Fantasy is going to want to make you play more Final Fantasy. Yeah, and I don't think that does that <laughs> really. I mean, if you like ten, you don't try another one ever. Like you think, oh, that was a good game. I won't try more. Well, maybe if you try one, but 10 is so different from another one you try, it's going to be a turnoff because you're going to expect more. As opposed to if you play four and you try another one, you have a one through six and then a nine chance to play a game very similar. And then you play 15 and you're like, oh, well, this is different. But then you there's more. It's hard to explain because with 10, you're not going to play another game in the series that feels like it. With four, you're going to play a lot of other games in the series that feel like it, and the games that don't feel like it are going to be a breath of fresh air. Now, with ten, you can't say that's going to be a breath of fresh air when everything else is different, because that's not getting you to be a Final Fantasy fan. That's getting you to be a Final Fantasy ten fan. Well, that's 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 not necessarily true either. So, if you play Final Fantasy ten and you like it enough to try one and the other, you're, you're assuming that just because it's different, they won't like it. That's that's not the case. No, no, I'm not saying they won't like it at all. I'm saying they will love it. I'm not talking about a first Final Fantasy game for someone to like. No, I know. I'm talking about a first Final... Because I don't personally think 4 would be the first game that someone would really enjoy. But I think 4 is the best game to plant a seed to grow into a Final Fantasy fan. That is what I think. 
Now, I personally do think a new fan would like 10 better, but I don't think it has enough longevity in the series as 4 does. See, but you're implying that they play 10. They play a different, and just because it's different, they're like, oh, I, I don't like this as good. What I'm saying is, you know, it's the same thing as 10. They're, they're, like you said, it's 20 years old. So there's still, there's still newer games. There's still older games. Yes, they will feel different. That's true. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to like them. I think that the first game they play needs to be good enough to capture their attention and think, what else does this series offer? I don't necessarily know if the older games would do that enough for a modern player. Sure, if they like it enough to try another one, everything you said is going to be true. But what I don't want to happen is then play one and think that was okay and not play another one. I think 10 is a good enough game for your first game to where you will try a second one. That's my point. Like I, I'm not arguing I mean, what you're saying. I think that too. I think that too. I just don't want them to get through something. Like you said with four, it's predictable. It's not the best story. I don't want them to get to the end and think that was okay. And then them be done with it. I want them to get to the end of 10 and think, whoa, okay, what's another one? I feel like both of these games would sprout the urge to play another game in the series. Uh, and that's but what I think what the, the goal I'm, is. Uh, what I'm saying is, what I'm thinking a step further, and that's commitment. And um, I just feel like if you play 10 and you really enjoy it, and possibly more than you enjoy 4, and you try another game, it may not live up to 10 and it may bore you. And now I'm, I know I don't think 10 is one of the best. It's not even, doesn't even scratch my top five, but I do realize and think that popular wise, like the general public, it might be one of the more enjoyable final fantasies for like the average gamer. I would um, agree with that for sure. But, and my worry about starting with 10 is that what if you go from 10 to a classic game, then your point's right. I mean, if you go from 10 to a classic game, you're classically conditioned to expect 10, but you're not mm -hmm. getting 10. And sure. it's almost like, and maybe if you even go ahead, like if you go from 10 to 13, God bless your soul. If you go from 10 to like 15, they're completely different. And yeah. what I'm saying is like, you're more likely to stick with the series. If you go with not a, with a older styled game, because you know, they just encompass what Final Fantasy is better. If, I think if you make it through that game, which like, I, I'm not. Make it through it. I feel like we're wearing blinders, thinking if you can suffer through four, you can do this. Because I no. think four is a very well aged game <laughs> Look, and is actually fantastic. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're not. Like I'm not saying four is a bad game. What I'm saying is, I, I think maybe you and I have different gamers in mind when we're thinking about this. I'm not necessarily doing this just for people who are gamers. I'm doing this with people who have heard so much about Final Fantasy. Maybe someone who saw Sephiroth on 7 was like, what is this about? Like, maybe they're casual gamers. I'm trying okay. to be as general as possible. If and we're while, talking about casual gamers, I think that I I push my point even more because 4 is 100 times more simple than 10 and it's Sphere Grid. Sphere Grid's sure. not that bad, but... I mean, four is the final. It's just, it is definition Final Fantasy. When I think of Final Fantasy, I think of four. It is the definition of what Final Fantasy is. It is so stereotypical Final Fantasy. <laughs> if you've gone this long with not playing a Final Fantasy game, like if you've gone this long without playing this type of JRPG, do you really think 
anything prior to seven is going to hold somebody's attention. Just just thinking about the type of gamers that are around today, and I'm not I'm not trying to paint everybody like this. I'm just saying there are gamers out there. I just I I fear a completely text based 2D adventure will. I, I just afraid they won't get through a 40 hour game. I I in today's day and age, I still think that it would hold their attention, especially due to the resurgence of older styled turn-based RPGs. Like a okay. few years ago, we just had Octopath Traveler, which was a huge hit, and it is a 2D text-based, turn-based RPG by Square Enix. Okay. Well, and, I mean, that's, that's that's just my question. Because yeah, I, I mean, I know like, some people, and again, just bringing back our sister, I, I, I know some people who just today are like, I can't do this type of gameplay anymore. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And that's, that's why I base mine on one of the newer ones. And again, to your point, yes, everything will feel different if you start with 10. Everything will feel different if you play your second game. But that's that's where Final Fantasy is now. And maybe it's best for them to learn that right away, that there is no consistency. I mean, maybe maybe that is the entry point. Like, oh, they're all different. Yeah, but I... And you can like that or not, but that's how That's it where is. I differ from you, is that I don't really want to get people into, like... See, my favorite era, my favorite thing about Final Fantasy is the older games. Like, I am not so sure. much of a. I love 15, by the way. I love it. I, you know, it's my like third favorite in the series. But, um, yeah, it doesn't even make my top 15 list. Um, it's just crazy. But, uh, I'm joking. <laughs> it's in the middle. My, it's, it's just, I just feel like these older games have aged so well. And I'm not going to try, personally, I'm not going to try to get somebody into Final Fantasy. I'm going to try to get people into the era of Final Fantasy that I think is the best, which is the older era. And, you know, again, it's like if you play play a newer game, not even just 10, if you play a newer game and you want to try out more games, say you play 10 and then you go to 13 and then you play 15 and you're like, okay, these were these were different, but they played similar. I'm going to try to play some of these older ones. And then you have nine games there that you are alienated to because you are not conditioned to it hardly at all. Now, a little bit, yeah, because 10 is kind of similar. Yeah. But But at that point, you'll be expecting something different anyway. Like you said, I mean, like you said, you just played three games that played different. You will pick up mm -hmm. that fourth game expecting to not have the same game. And then say you play through that fourth game, you're like, I didn't really like that, but it was different. So let me try another one. Well, sorry, you have nine games there that are all the same. Yeah, and you but, but then you'll know how to play it. I, I yeah. still think that's the way to do it. And, you know, going back to what you said, you're wanting to get someone into this for longevity. That means looking forward, not back. Like, I know we have this huge catalog and they're great games, but if you want a longevity fan, you want a fan that's going to be interested in 16, a fan that's going to be interested mm-hmm. in 17, 7 Remake Part 2, the longevity comes from the future. And the future is different. While I agree with that, longevity can definitely come from the past. Sure. Sure. Because a lot of people like to replay games they like. A lot of people like to speed run. So it's it's like longevity can come from wherever, really. Yeah, but what keeps the series alive, what keeps more games coming out is people buying the new ones. That's true. And that's, you want people invested enough to keep this, because otherwise, if we don't keep buying the new games, 
there are no old games to replay. And I, I don't really want to, which that's not true, but <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Eventually we will have no, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. the old games will still gonna be there. We're going to take them all over. They're going to come to our house. And <laughs> what I our meant copies. was, what I meant was eventually we will have a set number. I don't Instead of, I, of new things to look for. I don't to. really want this to turn into an, a war between modern and classic Final Fantasy because that's not what I meant to do. Um, because I do agree because longevity is, I, I don't think it's solely just the new games. You know, I think longevity no. is just what you make out of I'm it. I'm not saying it is play. either. I just, you want the people to not be alienated from the new stuff. And I think 10 bridges the gap. I don't think four alienates you from that. And what I think four does better than any game in the series again is encompass that final fantasy feel sure. like no matter what game you play after t- four, you're going to be able to relate it back to four. I think four is a better final fantasy one than final fantasy one. I truly think so because if you play nine, you could make connections back to back to four and how generic its story is almost feels like a thesis for every game beyond it. The only thing that concerns me with the older games with starting people on them is I am a lifelong Final Fantasy fan. I have played almost all of them. You know, I mean, I've started with seven and eight right around there. I played everything forward and I played one and I love everything about this series and I have trouble making it through five. You know, like I have trouble making it through the older ones. So, I mean, just from a personal standpoint, that's why I wouldn't recommend them. Because knowing me, who loves Final Fantasy, I still struggle with some of those older games. And I, that's why it just concerns me that someone brand new to the series may feel the same way. And that's really weird because I have obviously am finding myself struggling to get through newer games. I can't well, I mean, make- that's not that weird. We discussed two episodes ago that you don't, you like older games. You haven't played a single new game in 2020. Like, and I have. I played like, 10 i so played I think, a few <laughs> well okay but you said you haven't played that many and you've been spending most of your time playing banjo kazooie and all this stuff yeah so I, I, mean, I don't think that's that weird what's weird is i'm older than you <laughs> and that's the case i just love you see seven remake couldn't keep my attention and it's weird because you know it, if the game almost feels like a hack and slash at times and i wanted to replay seven remake as soon as i beat it which is technically more involved than dungeon crawling and getting into random battles but there is something about that that I love. And, you know, and this is another yeah, reason. I don't. This, <laughs> yeah. there's a, this is like, another yeah. reason this topic is extremely hard. If it was easy, it would be boring. True. We're both arguing topics for two completely different type of gamers. Well, and that's why it's it's good that we both have this. That's why it's good we have differing opinions, because there are different types of gamers out there. Some would probably resonate yeah. with me and some with you. And that's the thing is, is. That's that's kind of the beauty, though, of this series. I think this will be a nice way to sum this up. This series, despite it being so similar for a while, like you said, is so diverse and offers so many different play styles and stories. I think that there's something in this series for every type of gamer. So, you know what? I, I think no matter which one you start with is a good answer, but I just think that there's something here for everybody. And we've just proven right here that we don't even agree, but we both love this series. Actually, I think that's I think that's a good sum up. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right about that too. It's just it's so hard to really put it into words, but I I don't even it's just depending on what kind of gamer you are, really. It's just like you said. Yeah. And every game is so different yet so similar, but 
Oh, it's so I, I'll weird. leave it with this. If you're not, if you don't really care about getting into Final Fantasy as a series and you just want a really good Final Fantasy game that will keep your attention forever, start with 14. I was <laughs> I mean, just about to say that. I start mean, with 14. It's a great story. It's a good Final Fantasy. It's an MMO and it's got a community. Start with 14. I mean, seriously. It, it may not be a gateway to the rest of the series, but it will keep your attention and you'll be a Final Fantasy fan after that. Yeah, I was just about to say, I feel like this argument is completely pointless because I feel like every person who's going to get into Final Fantasy nowadays is starting at 14. <laughs> Probably. It's most accessible. It's the most popular. It's like... Yeah. The 14 does capture the feel of Final Fantasy really well. Yeah, I mean, you're probably already started with 14, so what, yeah. what, who cares? I guess if we're arguing to start with a like single-player game, I guess. I, would, I was going to say a mainline game, but the game is a mainline game. I don't know. It's different. It's hard. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. All right. Well, it sounds like a uh, consensus is four, ten, or fourteen. <laughs> that's the that's the four, answer. 10 or fourteen. What you never said what your secondary one was. Uh, well, it was fourteen. <laughs> so, oh, okay. yeah, that was that was just a segue into that. My second one was fourteen. Anyway, with that, I think that we have. Uh, I, I think we've given you some good stuff to think about. You know, if you have your own suggestions, reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you have, if you think we're stupid and oh my God, you have to start with this one or whatever, let us know that too. But uh, with that, start with like one, two or three, then you're, you're just wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. All right. So where can we find you Zoloist? YouTube at Soloist, Twitch at Starcaller Soloist, Twitter at Soloist underscore TV. And yeah, go watch the Final Fantasy three series. It's not a good one to start with, but it's it's a pretty it's a pretty great game. Pretty fun to watch, at least. Sounds good. And you can follow me on Twitter at Wolfkins and you can follow the show at Highwind Herald. So, yeah, don't forget, we have a website, HighwindHerald.com. That's where we'll put all of our episodes and show notes, as well as the show notes being available on iTunes and Google Play and all that stuff. So but if there anything else uh, you will got. Uh, for today's solos. Nope, that's everything. All right. Well, there you go. Go uh, try to get your friends into Final Fantasy, and if they won't go for that, just make them play 14. (laughs) All right. And with that, have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace out.